What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 414 Deli, a little special edition of the manager's special here. It's your boy, Cisco. And as always, we're here with my boy, Ryan. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah, so uh, not a victory Monday, but I mean, kind of like a victory Monday because we didn't lose. Yeah, no stress Monday. Hey, no stress Monday. But Happy uh, uh, MLK Day. Happy MLK Day. I've been uh, watching basketball all morning while I was working some college, college ball, and I was just watching uh, the Bucks are on now. Bucks just nice. started, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't get to see them too often, so um, that's cool is, that they're on that they're on today. Is it on national TV? I... Yeah, it's on TNT. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I just got started, but uh. A pretty eventful um, first round of the, of the playoffs here in the NFL, wouldn't she say? Yeah, I'd say eventful, but also pretty boring. Um, I think the Cowboys game we're all still like a little bit in shock about, but at the same time, like the Bills game was a snoozer, the yeah. Chiefs game was a snoozer, the Buccaneers game was a snoozer, like. You know, it was really interesting, and I, I mean, I, I think I told you this too, but I was telling uh, Alina, like, I hate blowouts in the playoffs. Like, it, it, because it's so boring. It's like, you can't switch to another game, like, this, and then, like, also, like, in my head, I'm like, these are the best teams? Like. Yeah, sometimes matchup just outweigh, you know, like, the, yeah. the matchup itself outweigh, like, the Bills-Patriots, like, one at both games. Not at all. Year. That was probably the biggest surprise for me. They were yeah, so I'll, waxing I'll, that ass. I'll throw this out there just to get a little combo started. Who impressed you the most today or this weekend? Sorry. Um, who impressed me the most? Man, I I mean I have to say I have to say uh, Josh Allen. Oh, you're going player. I was thinking more team. Oh, like what team, team? Bills, Bills, Bills. I think they had they they were the one team I felt coming in that actually on paper and and looking at the the season so far probably had the toughest matchup. I thought. I mean, it didn't yeah. work out that way, but I thought with the weather, what it was, you know, gonna be. I thought the Patriots would put up more of a fight. Here's something I didn't know until Saturday. Josh Allen has like a circulation issue. Yeah. And it's funny because you wonder like, why would he re-sign with the Bills? His feet go numb when it's super cold because it doesn't circulate well. So I actually thought that was going to play a part. Like, you know, night game, Buffalo, it was supposed to be just brutally cold, which at one time – I didn't watch a lot of it because it was so fucking terrible. But it was six degrees with a wind chill of negative six. And that was in the first quarter. Yeah. So, like, I am. It had to get colder. Yeah, I thought that was going to play a factor. And it may have actually played a factor because I guess he runs less in those situations, which obviously on uh, Saturday he didn't have to run much. No, he was dicing it up. But I'll agree with you. I'd say the Bills. And then I would actually say on the other side, like a close second to me is the Chiefs. And the reason I say the Chiefs is because I actually thought they were going to struggle. And then JJ or TJ Watt, not JJ Watt, TJ Watt returns that fumble. And I'm like, uh-oh, yeah. Chiefs are, are going to be in an uphill battle. I was watching the game in bed, saw TJ Watt's fumble return. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting, getting interesting. I put my head back down and I'm propped up like watching, you know, like I'm not yeah. like rolled over, but I woke up. I must've fell asleep before the, the next possession. I woke up and it was fucking 35 to seven. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the fuck just happened? I hey, seriously. Did, didn't Mike Tomlin say don't blink? Dude. I like, I legitimately was confused. I was like, I like looked. I like looked again because I you like, you know when you fall asleep on your back, kind of propped up. It's not comfortable, so you don't sleep very long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I woke up and I thought I was like, <laughs> I thought leprechauns on acid. Like I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? <laughs> like, 
is this real? So I had to like rub my eyes and look again. And I was like, holy shit, what happened? You know? And it just like, fuck it. So that's why I say, you know, my second close second is, is that mainly because they just have the ability to be so damn scary, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and then this season is, you know what I mean? It's been up and down for them. Yeah. Uh, who, I'm not even going to go into disappointment because I think both of us will agree that it's, it's gotta be the Cowboys, right? How do you have the third, the number three seed? And well, I guess, I guess for me, I will say no, that would be like the second one for me only because coming into that game, I already thought they were going to lose. So, so to me, it didn't really disappoint. Uh, I think what disappointed me was the Raiders, like, shooting themselves in the foot. Like, I, I'm i all about, like, the underdog, and, except for if they're playing the Packers, right? Obviously, like, I like to see the underdog. And I like Derek Carr. You know, I, I think that they got, like, a scrappy team. And they really shot themselves in the foot. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, you know, had a, a, a key drop that probably would have been a touchdown. Which, I'm going to um, be honest, that's not a drop he usually drops. Uh, I don't know. Cause like, I feel like that's like, that's the issue that he's had. Like okay, him, Nelson, could... Nelson Aguilar, like, you know what I mean? Those guys, they're, they're speedy. They can get open, but sometimes they drop the easy ones. They'll make like the, the real impressive catches and, you know, like, somehow burn a guy by 20 yards and those kind of catches but sometimes they just they drop the easy ones i don't know that's my yeah. opinion but no i mean you're not you're definitely not wrong i just think it's it's sad because I, I i i think we were talking and i was fucking with you because i'm like oh now i hope the raiders win Deep yeah, down, yeah. I, I really did hope the raiders were gonna win just because i, I wanted to see Carl get his first and honestly probably more than wanting the raiders to win I'm a little, I'm a little scared of the Bengals. Well, like, I mean, they, I mean, they're they're a good team, you know. I'm much more scared of the Bengals, and no offense to any Raiders fans, than I am of the Raiders. Not because of what happened Sunday, but because I just think him and like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are on this like Devontae Adams, yep. Aaron Rodgers wavelength. Dude, that I that's so crazy because I was literally watching them, and that's what I thought. I said, these guys have a connection like Rodgers and Devontae. But the only the thing about them is that they're both very young with this pretty tight connection already because of the four, you know the years at, at LSU. Yeah, exactly. But I so, think another thing to, like, let's not get out of hand is that, one, Jamal Chase isn't, in my opinion, he's not Devontae Adams, right? Like, he, he no, drops no. the ball a lot. Now, yeah, let's yeah. not forget he is a rookie. So, like, I'm not shitting on the guy. To me, he's super, super talented. He's got to put more together. But – and then, obviously, Joe Burrow's got a long way to go to, to be in the same conversation as Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah. but they, they were mine. They, they, yeah. they, they possess great qualities. Like, they're good with, like, like, a sprinkle of great, right? Like, you know what I mean? They're consistent. He's pretty good. You know, they, they consistently do good – Every now and then they have an exceptional play, but they, you know, it's never really like, it's not going down. It's not digressing. Right. It's like, yeah, it keeps progressively getting better. And I mean, they are a scary team. I'm, I think them and the bills scare me in terms of the AFC, but um, I mean, I guess we got, we can't really get ahead of ourselves there. No, I, I guess it was more just for conversation, yeah. but did you did you watch any of the Buccaneers game? The Buck not really. I honestly I was like, yeah, this is I saw I was doing homework and I pulled my phone up and I looked and I was like seven to zero in the first like fifteen seconds and I'm like, Yeah, fuck it, it's over. Like I just Yeah, it I watched it just for the sake of watching it. And I'll be I, honest, it was hard because like it just was frustrating not even being an Eagles fan but just because like I wanted to see the Buccaneers lose right cheering for the underdog type of thing but like they just 
I don't know, man. I feel like they didn't deserve to be out there. I was like, man, I think a team like the Vikings would have gave the Buccaneers a better fight than this. I mean, Jalen Hurts um, was missing a lot of sh- – I, I don't know. He just doesn't look like he's got it. I do agree with you that I think the Vikings would have given him a better shot if Thielen was healthy. But their de- the Buccaneers or the Vikings defense is pretty uh, shoddy, and obviously the Buc- or the Eagles defense wasn't much better. But um, I don't know. I just thought that I don't know that seventh seed. But for both teams, and it, I I'd have to look at last year. But ever since they included that seventh uh, that seventh seed or that that seventh but, spot, yeah, it's I mean it it pretty much is a fucking buy like. I don't know. I'm almost out, I'm almost on the edge of like, man, is it better to not get the bye, continue rolling, and get the two? Because you play someone that's not even worthy. At least that's that's definitely how it was this weekend, right? The Steelers asked me. I mean, that's trash. how it felt, yeah. And then you get to you know keep momentum, and I don't, I don't know. I, I just like yeah, maybe you don't you don't have the home field, but. That's the, I feel like that's the only thing that – I don't know. It's just a thought. Obviously, you know, I don't think yeah. any team ever goes into it going, oh, I hope we go – hope we're number two. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean it happened last year. Buy just for the sake of injuries and stuff like that. But I think the bye this year helped us tremendously, but it didn't last year. I don't remember anyone coming back after the bye that, like, we missed. Yeah, I don't I, – It's to me, it's hit or miss. Sometimes the bye helps you and sometimes – it doesn't, and it's hard to, it's hard to distinguish, right? Because you could, every time a team loses, you make, you know, you have some kind of excuse, or you try to find some kind of logic to understand like what went wrong. But sometimes having that time off, just you're not, you know, you're hanging out, you're maybe going to, you know, sporting events of other sports and checking out stuff. And um, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is like what you were getting at is it's not quantitative, right? Like you can't, yeah. there's no factual, there's nothing to back up that feeling. It's yeah. just a feeling. You, you can't say, Oh, uh, Rogers would have made that completion if we didn't have to buy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it, you, it, you're right. It's, it, you can't measure it, but it's just kind of like, it does have an effect. I mean, you're not playing. You're taking now I will on. say, you know, reaching into our, the bag of, uh, 2011 was it 11 yeah 2011 we got they had three weeks off you know what i mean so like when we lost to the giants yeah they gave them three weeks off so i'm glad i know i said after the game you know we should have sat rogers and everybody for the lions game but now looking back on it i'm i'm actually i'm glad that we didn't yeah, um, I I was uh, I was against sitting those guys, but I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's definitely so. Fuck it. Let's get into uh, let's get into to to the Niners now. To the the elephant in the room, if you will, just because I'm gonna be honest, man. I I'm not a fan. Well, I'm. I think on when you look at everything. This was the matchup that we probably wanted the least, right? Like obviously, you Eagles win, and I'm like, wow. I'm in my head, I'm like, that's just another buy, you know what I mean? And and that's no offense to them, but they're not. I don't think they were even deserving to play that game. So, you know, you're hoping for them, and then what? Maybe Arizona, then LA, and then the Niners, right? Like I, I that's how it went for me at least. Yeah, I guess – I don't know. I probably would have chose Eagles, Rams, Cardinals, Niners. Like, Niners, to me, just don't – it's just hit or miss. Like, I don't – I'm not I'm not, not confident going in, but it's just that team I didn't want to play. So, right. It's, it's, it's the fact that you know they are capable – of making huge plays. They're not like a, it's not a consistent, I mean, their run game is pretty good. So maybe I shouldn't say, but 
you know what I mean? It's not as consistent, right? Like you, you might like the second, what the second half of that game, Dallas kind of was holding them in check. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a hundred percent true. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think people are going to look at that game and they're going to be like, Oh, like they scored. What it was, they scored, uh, 23 points. That's not, I mean, that's not a lot, especially if you scoring early, you know, I, I think Dallas's defense really did show up at the end and was, except for bonehead penalties and all that. But you know what I mean? I, I think they make, they gave a glimpse of what the 49ers offense really is. And it's not that consistent, but when it's on, when they're hitting, they're hitting big. They're not hitting you for a 15-yard first down. They're hitting you for a 45-yard touchdown run from Debo Samuel or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, and that's the scary thing. It's like, oh, man, like, I'm not, I'm not really scared of Jimmy G. I'm not really scared of their defense all that much. They have a pretty aged secondary. Their pass rush can be – they can be – you know, they can wreck stuff, but at the same time, getting Bakhtiari, Josh Myers, and possibly Billy Turner back, I feel quite damn confident in our offensive line. Yeah. Well, I feel let's, com- let's, let's be honest, too. We faced – this year, we faced teams with good pass rushes. That's true, and we've played pretty fucking well. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, you know, I know yeah. a lot of people have been injured and out with COVID, so – my memory is not, you know, as good in terms of the teams that we've played. But we played against the Rams. One we of the did. best, we right? Played. They're supposed to have one of the best front seven. The Cardinals. You know, like, I'm just trying to think who, what other teams. Steelers. Steelers. Um, Bengals. New Orleans. I know we got whooped by New Orleans, but you know what I mean, the. Yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to turnovers, in my opinion, and really how does, which I think that's pretty common sense, but like all fucking playoffs come down to turnovers. Yeah. But I think it's also going to come down to how do the 49ers handle the elements? It's not going to be as cold as I was hoping. It's supposed to be anywhere between zero and 20 degrees, probably on the lower end. I'd say it's going to be around five by kickoff because just mainly because it's a night game. Yeah. But like, I don't know. We, we live there. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's, it's, uh, we got to go play better. Right. Like you almost say you almost have to handle it better, Yeah. but it'll be interesting. Like we'll just have to see like, which is, it's a funny concept because so people will say, Oh, like the 49ers are a warm weather team. And it's like, bro, not everybody on that team is from warm weather places. Like, no, you know but I mean? I'll tell you what, it's been like 20, it's been between 25 and 45 here the last week. And bro, it's fucking freezing to me. And I grew up in Wisconsin. So like when you're gone for a certain amount of time, it legitimately yeah. does play a factor. So, and if it's like brand new, where you're going from, I don't know, 60s and saying Fran. To, and then you just were in Dallas, which it was probably in the 70s. And now you have to go to this, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, it's just, it's shocking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why, it, mainly why it plays a factor. Cause it's just not like, you're not really used to it. It's not that you're not used to it. It's that like, it just hits you in the face, like a ton of bricks. Well, yeah. Cause I like, um, they were talking about this a lot, uh, when they were in, preparation of that bills game uh over the weekend and and a lot of the ex-players were saying the thing that gets you is the is the stinging when you hit and you're hitting somebody hey ain't nobody gonna want to hit aj Dillon, like yeah and i think though 20 degrees it's not gonna be 20 it'll probably be i think with the wind chill i think with wind chill it'll be in the negatives so i it's not like i think when it's like like 35 that's when I'm like, man, nah, it's not that big of a deal. No, but, I agree with you. When it's when it's above 25, then it's like, well, this isn't home field advantage anymore. Yeah, because you put enough funny, layers. People on. listening to this might be like, you guys are fucking crazy. You know what I mean? But that's just what we're used to. 
Yeah, but I'm even going to go on a limb and say, you know, with the layers that most of the players wear, the the fact that you really are uncovered, not even for that long. Like, as soon as you come off the field, you throw a jacket on, you go by the heaters, you do whatever. And it's like, you're, you're running, so your body temperature is up. Like, the problem is when it's like, fucking negative or, or one or two degrees and you just never warm up. Yeah. And like Rogers talked about it. Cause he Rogers admitted, he goes, I don't like the cold. Like I really don't. I like playing in the cold. He plays great in it. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like it, but he likes playing in it, but he doesn't like when it's just cold out, he's not a fan, you know? Yeah. But he said like, he learned pretty early. Like he doesn't stay by the heaters. He doesn't because it, it's actually like, it's not good for him. He doesn't, so he's he's walking around, moving, and things like that. And I think a lot of people get get confused. Like, oh, I can sit on this heated bench. Hey, man, go for it. But as soon as you stand up. Yeah, it's not heated anymore. Yeah, you're fucked. Cause <laughs> you're it's... out in the elements. And, and that difference in temperature becomes, you know what I mean? If you're sitting on a heater that's, I don't know, 60 degrees on your ass, and then you get up and it's 2 degrees, you know, you're feeling that difference as opposed to just walking around and staying in the, you know, in the element. But, um, okay, yeah. so we have the, the weather element, right? I feel like that favors us a little bit, uh, even though usually in the cold, what is it? You run a lot. They're a good running team. Um, yeah, I but I want to inject right there because, like, they are a good running team. I'm not taking that away from them. Yeah. But we are, too. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, yeah, oh. but I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that, but our offense isn't playing their offense. You know what I mean? I'm thinking they're a good running team and we're not that great of a running defense. So they have the same advantage on offense for them that we do for us. I think. Yeah. In, I in terms of the run game, obviously if somebody's like, do you want Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo? There's, you know what I mean? I don't know how many people are taking Jimmy Garoppolo. No, but I think that's the X factor, right? Like, when you look at it from the outside perspective offensively, like, Debo Samuel's their best player. Yeah. Like, that's not, there is no fucking, but I also, I don't want to, I don't even want to compare them because I don't think it's apples to apples. But, and Aaron Rodgers is our best player on offense, right? Yeah. Which some will argue that it's Devontae Adams. And I'd say, hey, you have an argument there, but. I'm going to stick with Rodgers for now for the sake of this thing. But their second best player, in my opinion, offensively is a, is probably George Kittle. And then from there, it's a complete drop off. Yeah. When when you compare, I mean, they, they have a, their running back is good. Elijah Mitchell. Uh, I mean, he's just a rookie, but yeah, but but they also have good offensive linemen too. But yeah, but I'd also say, you know, if you're comparing like the the top six players on offense from our team to their team, there is no question that we're the more talented team, right? Yeah. Like you go just down like Rogers, uh, Devante, Aaron Jones, Bakhtiari, fucking uh, AJ Dillon, and I, I, it's just that again, you're not playing each other's offense yeah so i think the x factor for sunday's saturday's game saturday at 8 8 15 eastern is gonna be does fred warner and did nick bosa come back because i think fred warner is gonna play i think fred warner is gonna play if if nick bosa comes back and plays i'm gonna question the nfl's concussion protocol like, I haven't yeah. seen a fucking player come back within a week this year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of guys are missing like 10 days. Dude, Kingsley, Kiki, Kiki, and... Kiki missed like four weeks. Yeah. So, like, yeah, and Bosa got hit pretty, but he was out with a concussion or was it uh, just a, because it looked I'm like even sh- his neck looked like it got bent back. Yeah, that, that, that hit did not look. That, that hat looked, yeah, I was like, I like shivered, you know, it was one of those like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, I just would be amazed if he comes back. But that, I hope he does, because that... I, I don't want to hear no bullshit. Well, Bolsa wasn't 
Like that, that's the one thing I I like that the stars are there. Like I don't want Devo Samuel to get hurt. Like I I want to beat if we beat them, I want to beat them with their best players. Here's the thing, I'm not a fan of injuries. I'll never I will literally never hope for someone to get injured. Like that's just not it's it's just not the you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't fuck with that. But if somebody's already injured, I don't care if he doesn't play. Like there's, yeah, a, there's yeah. a difference to me. Like I'm not gonna hope that Debo Samuel or insert forty nine er player gets hurt. I'll never do that. Like it's their livelihood, they've worked their ass off, they deserve to you know, whatever. But if Nick Bosa's already hurt, hey man, I don't care what anybody says. I don't want the dude to come back. Yeah. Like that's my mind. I don't give a shit what Joe Blow has to say. Like, oh, well, you didn't do it because this guy was hurt. I'll be like, fucking cry me a river. I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, nobody was feeling bad for us. Like, when we lost to the Saints, you know, without yeah. Bakhtiari, without this, without that, without Z playing 16 snaps. Like, nobody once went, oh, you know. They're pretty injured. Like, maybe give it some time. No, nobody gave a fuck. Like, no one's going to feel bad for you. Injuries are a part of the game. That's all I heard. You yeah. know? Every time I bring up something like, oh, well, we haven't played really with our offensive line all year. Or our best cornerback's been out. Our best pass rusher's been out. Well, injuries are a part of the game. Figure it out. All right, well. Yeah. I think, I think too, like you were saying this to me earlier today, when you watch ESPN and shit, they make you more scared of this matchup than you probably really were. Well, if I'm going to – yeah, so I watched ESPN some today and so did you. I think you shut it off at noon. I shut it off at 12.05 because every story was, is this, you know, this is the worst matchup for the Packers, et cetera. Do yeah. I think it's a good matchup? I don't. I do not think it's a good matchup. But what, what's ESPN's job? to get people to watch sports. Yeah. If they're there shitting on this matchup, like, ah, oh, this is a fucking blowout, blah, blah, blah. Those people that are on the fence aren't tuning in. So I almost feel like it's a ratings thing. Like they have to say, oh, this is a terrible, I don't think it's a great matchup, but I don't think it's as bad as they're making it out to be. Yeah. Like our run defense has had struggles, but let's not forget the one game that we got ran all over. Kenny Clark was out. A lot of people look at Baltimore and go, oh, well, they ran all over you. Yeah, we were also missing our all-pro fucking nose tackle. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, it's any given Sunday, right? You know what I mean? And I think for us, the important thing is going to be keeping, keeping the guys in front of them. They run, they run a lot of, like, weird formations, trick kind of plays where, you know, Devo Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk, right? These are guys that, you know, maybe more flashy than, than what the Packers Gadget. have. Gadgetry. Yeah. yeah, you know, and uh, but at, at the same time, we don't have some bullshit secondary. We have probably one of the best secondaries in the league. So Jimmy G is not a strong, like, I don't think his, his he's like a game manager in my opinion. I don't see – he's not a guy that's going out and slanging the ball all over the place, not usually. With our secondary, I don't think that that's – I think taking that away from him, them, they're not going to be able to, to run the whole time. I don't see it happening. Not like in the past when they fucking trampled all over our – you know what I mean? What, what year was that? 20 – well, two years back. It was back-to-back. Yeah, but they had the one, the one where they smoked us too, and they had like twenty twelve, like I probably almost three hundred yards rushing or some shit. It seemed. I think it was twenty twelve when Kaepernick set the record for. No, but didn't they in twenty seventeen? No, well, not twenty. Yeah, no, it was seventeen. I was in. No, it was eighteen. It was Lafleur's in... first year, right? When was that? No, twenty nineteen. It couldn't have been Lafleur's first year because. It... Oh, yeah, we have gone to back-to-back. So, yeah, 2019. Yeah, they beat us like 30 to something. To... Oh, we got smoked, and they ran. Yeah, yeah that that was when Mostert ran 
Yeah, so, he was just fucking running all over us. He couldn't. I, th- I thought you were talking talking to Kaepernick. No, 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 no. No. Um, I don't know. I I think I just I don't think we're as bad as we were then. I just think you got to keep keep the plays in front of you. You know, I think that's the best way. Kittle's going to be the guy I think that I'm more worried about than than anything. Is that everybody's focusing on Debo and on this run game. And I think, you know what I mean? Kittle's a guy that he's a fucking monster. Yeah, but I think if you drop in like a – I'm going to say a name and and you might think I'm crazy, but if you drop in like a Henry Black or a Darnell Savage or an Amos on him, I don't think he's as – the problem is people fucking put linebackers on him. Stop putting linebackers on him. And I don't think we've done that all year. Um. I'm not, I mean, by far the person that scares me the most on that team is Devo Samuel. And I'm not going to even go into like, I'm going to, for two reasons, the bullshit they do with him, right? Give it to him <laughs> out of the backfield. I call it bullshit, but if it was my team, I'd be like, it's genius. But like yeah. the fucking uh, sweeps and the this and the that, it drives me nuts, man. And then the motherfuckers out here throwing 30 yard touchdowns too. Like, so the bullshit they do with him drives me nuts. But also the fucking guy doesn't get tackled. No. Like, I don't I don't think I've watched a game this year when I watched a, a play this year live from him where he went down from one guy. The fucking guy doesn't go down. It's fucking quick too, man. Yeah, he's not some little receiver either. He's, he's a pretty built guy. He's No, and I struggle to, like, compare someone to him because he's – He's built like a running back, but he's, I don't know. He's just, he's very like, just very strong and and, he, and, and shifty. He scares shit out of me. Cause it's yeah. like, man, is this the guy that's going to fucking fuck us up? And it's like, well, and this is where I come into the, Kel- back to the Kelsey. Like, I think Devondre Campbell could probably do a pretty decent job on Kelsey. On um, Kittle? On Kittle, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, if we dedicate a linebacker to Debo Samuel, like we're just we deserve whatever happens to us. And I wouldn't mind them putting Stokes on him. Let Stokes follow him. He's got the speed. Is he as strong? Probably not. But the biggest thing is like defensively this week, more than I can remember, is we need to rally. Like we got to rally to the ball. Yeah. Every single one of their guys, that, that running back you mentioned earlier, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, even Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk is a, is a well-built, strong dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, so, they have, you know what I mean? They have the guys. They'll... So it's that rallying to the ball and gang tackling, you know? And if you put Stokes on him, he can possibly slow him down and, like, trip him up or – or, or like a Darnell Savage. Savage isn't slow, but he sometimes he plays slow. <laughs> yeah. um, like I didn't like. What'd you eat this morning? I, you obviously didn't eat your Wheaties. What'd you eat? Concrete, motherfucker. Like, yeah. But I, don't know. I, 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 I think like it's I'm really worrying myself more thinking well, that's, about. That's a hundred percent it. And like I said yesterday to you, or it might have been in, in a group chat with Lily. I said like. From today forward, I'm manifesting this win. Like, I'm just thinking – because I do think we're a better team. I do think, you know, we're at home. We have our fans. We have, in my opinion, a coach that is in the right headspace. We're getting healthy. Like, I would be extremely surprised if we don't win the game on Sunday. Like, overwhelmingly surprised. I think the reason why we as middle-aged Packer fans – we always hold hope that we're going to lose so it doesn't hit us as fucking hard because it's well, been we, nothing. Because we've been disappointed for a lot, a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, I feel like every time we make it to the playoffs with Rodgers, I feel like we should have won the Super Bowl. And that's not even me just saying, like, being a fan. Like, I just think, like, the, you know what I mean? Like, we wasted. Like, if you look at a lot of those games we lost, like, you know, yeah, we got blown out a couple times, you know, by San Fran, but – there was times where, you know, we lost games because of 
stupid mistakes or bad clock management. Yeah, 100%. McCarthy's, McCarthy is the worst at clock management. I thought he did a good job yesterday, but um, I was surprised that they had timeouts to use. Because that <laughs> motherfucker, we never had shit. Rodgers had to go down. Hey, Rodgers, you got 23 seconds left. We got to go 70 yards. Like, oh, okay. No timeouts. Like, fucking A. But I don't. Let Let's talk about things that we that we think like, will go well. Yeah, or that like yeah, like we're we're talking about their run game and we're talking about their their you know gadget players and and all that. But I mean, if you think about the run game, we we have AJ Dillon. We have a different type of run game than they do. Yeah, I, I think our run game is is set up to is set up just as well as theirs. If you know, I'm not going to say better, but it's it's a different style. It's a different style. We have a two-handed monster that, in my opinion, is 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 really good. I mean, where where are we better than this team? Obviously, our back, our wide receivers. I, I would I would still take. I know we've talked about Ayuk and and I'll even, I'll just throw the tight ends in there. I would take our wide receivers over theirs. Um, Lazard's been coming on really impressively lately he's i mean yeah i don't know if i told you this stat but since week 10 i think you know who led the league in touchdowns receiving touchdowns i'm gonna guess it was lazard no it was Devante. oh with like... <laughs> with six but you know who was number two that'd be lazard then there you go with five so like that's the entire nfl dude like yeah. that wasn't just the Packers. he's a like... smart he's a smart player He's a and very, very he's, heady player. He's got yeah. a, a rapport with Rodgers. Rodgers likes him. I think he trusts him. You know, I just – he's got to keep showing up. Because there's sometimes that he'll have some drops and, you know, we just need more consistency uh, out of him because he, he can get – he gets open. He reminds me of Jordy, right? Like not the most like, uh, like the fastest guy or the most athletic guy, but just a, a smart player that puts himself in, in the right positions. Yeah, he is, and I—he's the best blocking wide receiver in the NFL. <clears throat> now, and it's funny they were talking about San Fran being really having really good blocking receivers, and I thought to myself, "Man, I don't know. I think our receivers are pretty good blockers." Yeah, I mean they—they they probably are. Um, they probably do have pretty good blocking wide receivers, but I'm taking MVS, Daphne, uh, EQ, Randall Cobb. Any, I'm taking those guys, right? Oh, Mercedes, yeah. Lewis, like, so I just, I think it's going to really boil down to, you know, I, I, I heard something, um, or I read, or I heard something recently that said playoff games come down to three big plays, three plays most of the time. Like, obviously when you're the chiefs and you're up 35 to seven, probably not three big plays. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But usually playoff games come down to three plays, and you almost know them when they happen. One of them, I would say, is the Jimmy G's interception, right? It, and I'm saying if Dallas would have won. Yeah. Like it, that's yeah. the one. Number two was the fake field goal. Number three was probably the winning play. Um, From the other end, you know, one was probably Dak's fumble. You know, things like that. Yeah. So, like – Well, the the, the... – the defensive holding penalty. Defensive on holding on on Gregory that was so then, unnecessary. Yeah, like dude, the guy was totally away from the play. But getting getting back to the Packer game, I I don't think this is gonna be. I I'm leaning towards this. This isn't gonna be one of those games that it's gonna come down to three plays. Right? I think it's. I I'm confident that we're going to win comfortably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not there yet. I think, I think the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, I get to like, uh, I'm like on a seesaw and I'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. And then I'm like, oh, well, like I'm worried about special teams just because I'm always worried about special teams because their special team sucks. So their special teams isn't that great either. No, no. I think Kyle Shanahan before the game said, I know we can't win it because of the special teams, but let's just not lose it because of the special teams. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, their kicker's been pretty, 
pretty good lately. Yeah, I think I'm worried about that about a game coming down to a field goal. Um, yeah, well, the last time this these two teams <sighs> came down to a field goal, Mason Crosby hit a 51 yarder. So, yeah, well, this ain't last time. This is well, this, but that don't then, be shitting on my boy Mace, yo. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm worried about that. Like, cause like you said, three plays, right? Like, um, looking at the the Raiders game, right? Uh, what was the mistakes? Obviously, Carr's interception at the end, but the special teams where the guy touched it and then went out of bounds at the two, so they had to start from the two instead of the what? What do you well, get on that penalty? The thirty-five. Twenty. Uh, foot. Uh, the forty. The forty. Right. Yeah, so, we like, did that, that play, this year. You remember? know what I mean? Like those. That's what I'm worried about because that could be the one play that you know. No, you're 100 percent think... right. It's it's the unknowns that like I'm confident. I'm pretty. I'm quite confident Rodgers is going to play well. I'm quite confident that our defense is going to be is going to keep us in the game. It's not going to come out and pull a 2019. But it's the unknowns that you know, like the fucking fumble. Someone gets hit from behind and they fumble, or just yeah. the stupid shit like oh, a tip ball interception or just the yeah. fuckery which that, is like i mean but that's a good that's like the one good thing about not the one good thing but a really good thing about rogers is that he doesn't take a lot of those risks like i was watching like dak and all that and i'm like these guys take risk or uh, jalen hurts too i'm like dude you're throwing a ball that has no chance of getting there and then it gets intercepted you know like those well, are that plays ball. that rogers don't try you know because no you know, but he, that go ahead no, because I feel like he somehow he's playing and he's factoring all that shit in in a literal a matter of half a second. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he has good vision that way. Like he, it's like playing chess. Like you don't make a move on the chessboard without thinking about other the moves that on the, the on the other side it, it can make because of the one decision that you make. You know? Yeah, the second and third order effects. Like if I do this, this is going to happen. Now yeah. I will. I, I do want to throw out there that Jalen Hurts interception in the end zone, like Aaron, it's a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. But because, <laughs> and I think you saw the. Well, I'm just getting to the point where Jalen Hurts is Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers wouldn't yeah, have to yeah. flip his. Like the timing was fucked up because Jalen Hurts had to flip his hips, get his shoulders square. We've seen Rodgers throw that ball off his back foot. No, and I know that. Like, I know, but I'm saying that Rodgers won't make those decisions. Like, Jalen Hurts should have known that he can't get that ball there. That's, yes. That, that, with you, it's the, you, you, you should, you know your skills. Yeah, your limit. Yeah, and, and bitch, you hit your limit. (laughs) But, Um, I'm pretty confident going in, so let's, Let's. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, give give me like, uh, like I, don't, I guess we'll stick with threes. Threes seem to be a a, a pretty uh, popular number when it comes to sports stuff. So give me three three things that will stand out from from our matchup that that either obviously we both feel we're gonna win, so that help win us the game. Yeah. So I'm gonna say turnover battle. We're gonna win the turnover battle. Number one, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna win by more than one, but we're gonna win the. Number two, we're gonna hold them to under, a hundred twenty-five yards rushing. Oh shit. Um, and number three, we are going to, we're gonna famously double dip, at the end of the, the half and then at the beginning of the half. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I think I think AJ Dillon uh, plays a key role in in, in uh, the ground and pound because uh, I think that's that's a good way to wear down a defense, especially in the cold. Um, so I, I think he'll have I don't know. I'll say like seventy five yards and a touchdown. I know oh, that's not like a huge stat, but I think when I you're think, splitting with Aaron Jones, like that's a pretty good amount. I think the biggest 
factor there, and I'll ask you, let's not say yards. How many carries do you think he's going to have? Um, I'll say he's he gets 12 to 15. Okay. Yeah, to me, that's that's impactful, right? Like, yeah. 75 yards, the only reason I bring it up is because, like, 75 yards, he could break one for 35. And I don't think – or he breaks one for 40 – which I don't think has as big of an impact. I would rather him pick up 40 yards on eight carries than one 40 yards on one carry. Yeah. Because of yeah. the way he runs. You know what I'm saying? Like, really demoralizing style. And if he's breaking off 40 yarders, that means he's not fucking people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, and, I, and that's why I'm saying I think that, that he helps break down that defense. Um, so I, I think that, turns it that's, out. that's a thing. Um I think um, I also want to – I was going to say the turnover battle. I think that we'll win that. Uh, I read uh, – there was, like, a weird stat. Like, uh, Garoppolo's, like, this season and games that he's thrown an interception, he's, like, oh, or they're, they're like, two, two and seven or some weird shit like that. Like, or oh and seven. In the game, yeah, that hasn't thrown uh, an interception. Obviously, then they um, they've won more. Um, but I think we get to. I think we get pressure. I think we get to Garoppolo, um, and then I think so. AJ Dillon. I think we get pressure on Garoppolo, and I'm gonna go out on a limb because I I don't think. I guess in the NFL, what's a what's a margin of score that you gotta abandon the run? But I think we score enough to force them to kind of abandon that run and have to throw the ball. And I think that's how we win the turnover battle. Yep, and that's why I, that was my reasoning for the under 125 yards. Yeah, I think, I we're think just if gonna... we can if we can put it put it on them right away, and and obviously we were talking about this earlier when we were messaging, but if we can put it on them right away and force them where you have to throw the ball when you're down like anywhere. I even think 14, when you're down 14 points at a certain point in the game, you got to be like, man, we got to score. We can't, you know, so I I think maybe 17 points for them, you know, they'll start throwing the ball a little bit more, but um, I could see 14 mainly because they, the way they run the ball eats up a lot of clock. Yeah. So it, you know, a lot of teams can run the ball and still kind of move quickly. They don't seem to. They seem to run the ball, and it's like, oh, well, that drive ate up, for, you know, seven minutes. And it's like, well, you can't have seven-minute drives when you're fucking down 14. Yeah, especially, like, third quarter so, coming around. Because even, like, watching the games this weekend, like, even the Cowboys and all that, I'm like, man, if they can score before the third quarter ends, like, they're not in a bad position. And, you know, a lot of – they just couldn't do it. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's wrap this up with the prediction. We'll go with a score. Actually, we're going to do three predictions. Game time. Nostradamus? Yeah. uh, This is the, the manager special of threes. So game time temperature, kick at kickoff. Okay. Game time temperature with wind chill, and then final score. Bro, don't nobody give a fuck about the temperature. Eh, fuck you. It's something to watch. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll say uh, kickoff. It's going to be thirteen degrees. Uh, maybe like four with wind chill. Uh, and then I think I'm trying to think of a score. I don't know. Maybe. Like 31 uh, to 23. All right. So I think I saw a stat recently that Rodgers is like 0-5 in games that start in the single digits for temperature. So I'm going to say the temperature is 11 because I'm just a superstitious fuck. Wind chill is a 1. At kickoff, so eleven and one. What'd you do? Thirteen and three. I don't even remember. I know, yeah, uh, some shit like that. You did thirteen and something, so we'll just say thirteen and three, eleven and one. 
And I was gonna say thirty one, but now that you said it, I ain't trying to trying to match no hoe. Uh, <laughs> I wanna go. Price is right. Thirty two. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a little worried about the kicking game just because the ball's so damn hard. But I'm gonna go thirty four to twenty. 34-24. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel more confident. I mean, I, I think, obviously, I think that we're a more talented team all around. We got some guys coming back. Um, Merciless might play, right? Zadarius, Jair, Bakhtiari was back um, against the Lions and looked pretty good. Myers was back, too. Um so, yeah, from my understanding, the big day of um, injuries is going to be Wednesday because we play Saturday. So Wednesday is the first official injury report. So okay. well, it'll be out for that. Yeah, it'll be super telling. Like if if there's still, you know, some of those guys are still questionable. I'm almost leaning towards it's probably doubtful. Yeah. But if they're doubtful, they're probably 100% not playing, in my opinion. Yeah, on Wednesday, if it's if it's doubtful, yeah. Yeah, just because, although I don't think they give that report, I think that one will be Thursday. But you'll get a did practice, did not practice, full participant, et cetera. Um, which I don't think you need to be full participants on a Thursday, but you still need to probably need to be out there. Yeah. And I think Z, Jair, and Billy Turner are the ones that I'm really paying attention to. If they're not out there on the Wednesday, I'm probably leaning towards them not playing. Yeah. Yeah, but, we'll see. I mean, we've been doing without, you know what I mean? So, uh, but it would be nice to have those caliber players back. Um, before, before I let you go, I just want a quick reaction to – to the end of that Cowboys game because I know we we didn't really we've been chatting about it but yeah um, so I got two feelings on it one is Dak needs to know the rules of the game whether we agree with them or not so the umpire has to touch the football blah 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 we saw you and, and I it's saw been that your... way since the creation of football. Since they were the creation about of, it, I didn't know that. Yes, and I didn't either. I actually learned that yesterday because most, I feel like most rules I know, you know, I, I'm familiar yeah. with. That one I never heard of. Now it makes sense, but I just never put two and two together. So he should have known that he needed to go down five yards earlier. He should have known that he needs to give the ball to the ump. He should have known all of these things. So one, probably 75% of me is on the side of like, well, you need to do better as a player. And yeah. I'm really disappointed in his, uh, I, this is a spinoff, a little bit of a spinoff, but I just, I meant to say this earlier. I'm extremely disappointed in his post-game the- <laughs> uh, comments. You know, like your fans are throwing stuff at the refs and you say good on them. Like, dude, you're supposed to be a role model. You're supposed to uphold standards and morals and ethics that ethical values that you know most people do not so yeah like for that he is a fucking piece of shit like he needs to come out and apologize and explain to the kids that look up to him that throwing things at people because they don't you don't agree with them is not okay um anyways I well, especially to get that weren't off. they on the nickelodeon thing they were yeah <laughs> but um and then the 25% of me would like to see more of a college-type rule to where teams aren't punished for playing well. Because essentially what you did is you punished Dak Prescott because he was able to get five more yards. Yeah. Like, in a first down, if the clock stops till the ump places the ball, I don't know how that changes the game of football all that much. No, I mean, and if you limit it to, you know, under two minutes at the second, well, it's fourth quarter. Literally exactly, yeah, exactly what the college what college does. 
I would like to see it just because I hate to see games, especially playoff games, end on some shit like that. Yeah. But then part of me is like, dude, this is football. You know it. Like, if you didn't know that, then, well, guess what? You fucking learned something and you cost your team the game. Yeah. I was so, surprised that they, they gave them the snap. Because I thought I thought it was at zero before he even snapped the so ball I actually, and threw it down. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see anything that said they gave. I didn't think they gave him the snap because I just I saw the chaos and but I never really got an explanation. I don't. I don't know if they did give him the snap. I think they I did, but by the time by the time he threw the ball on the ground, it was already done. Yeah, so that that even that even pushes my shit to like eighty five percent. Like you should have had a play. Yeah, and that's what that, I, that's what a lot of the yeah. analysts said. That they really should have, like, but he, uh, who was it? It might have been Ryan Clark or, yeah, Orlovsky was saying like, normally when you're practicing that in, you know, when you're when you're practicing that play at practice, he said it's usually followed by like a streak. Everybody just goes. Well, he said, yeah, the last team he was on, they called it nine one one. Yeah, but so, yeah, so that's another thing. I, like, dude, you should have had, like. It's just frustrating. It's it's this fucking here it is, dude. And this this sounds probably pretty shitty. It's the same old fucking cowboys, bro. Well, it's the same McCarthy. It too, right? Like we know that all too well. I was watching that game and I was like, dude, this fucking reminds me of a Packer game. Like the way it was coached, like and like I said, I, he did a better job than we were normally used to in terms of the clock management and even just like the play calling because they were doing the right thing. They were chipping away, getting 10, 15 yards, getting out of bounds because they were giving them that cushion, which was really kind of stupid on the 49ers part, but maybe they don't trust their secondary as much. Right. And then you're going against Cooper, CD lamb and all that. Um, but like, I don't know. I just thought like you should have had it better. Like it was all for nothing. Yeah, Exactly. I, I, fully I do agree. agree. I do agree that there needs to be. Uh, it sucks. It shouldn't. You shouldn't lose a game because of the ref ever, never. I don't think that, and that's why, like, you know, certain plays, I'm like, man, that should should be able to be challenged because you're leaving it into the hands of the ref. But something like this, like you said, you're punishing him because, hey, I got five more yards with my time, but because I have to wait for you to touch this ball and put it down. I, I lost, you know what I mean? I, I lost an, an extra second that I needed, basically. Yeah, I'm going to, I am, the one thing I do want to throw out, they didn't lose this game because of the refs. You no, know what I mean? Like, it didn't, didn't come down to that yeah, play. It, I know. It came, there was a bunch of other shit. Those penalties, interception, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, you're not like, I knew what you were saying, but I wanted to make sure that other people knew, like, yeah, you know, we're not blaming the refs like it was unfortunate but in the end like they fucking did that to themselves yeah you gotta be better you know what i mean like you gotta be better throughout the game and you know i i just uh it just it does kind of suck a part of me felt bad i was like man that sucks because if that was my team and that's the way we lost i would be i would feel the same way you know like man couldn't you know? I, I don't know. I don't think Rogers would make a mistake like that. But uh, no, I would. I would assume he probably understands the intricacies of the rules better than most refs, just because that's how his brain works. But who, who knows? You know. Yeah, but you know, in the, in the heat of the moment, man, Dax out there like fuck. I'm trying to win this game. Um, but okay, I I, I know but, I kind of drag this on, but uh, no, you're good, last man. Thing. Last yeah. thing, does McCarthy get fired? No, I don't think so. I think it would be a mistake to fire him. Yeah. I think I, he's a good I, coach. I really do. Like, I think they over, I think they over exceeded expectations this year. Um, I didn't have him as a number three seed. I don't even think I had him winning the fucking NFC East. So I think they exceeded <laughs> yeah, expectations and. Personally, their defense is extremely well is extremely improved. Like you could say that has nothing to do with McCarthy, but I think he hired Dan Quinn, so it does. Like, yeah, I think I don't think he necessarily deserves to be fired just for that, but I think the way 
the Cowboys work, I could see it happening. Yeah, I could too, because they, they want Kellen Moore, but I think that's a fucking mistake. But yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't think he should, because he didn't, he didn't do anything that impressed me yesterday. I don't want McCarthy to get fired, because I think McCarthy's a good person. I don't care if they fire McCarthy, if it means the Cowboys are going to fucking be worse. <laughs> yeah, but uh, all right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm... We'll see. I can only worry about the Packers now. It's a fact. Well, so, playoff week. I will. Playoff week, I'm man. sure we'll, we'll chat all week, but Saturday night, go pack. Go pack, man. I'll be I'll be listening for the fireworks. <laughs> all right, brother. All right, man. Peace. Peace.